Bill, do you have any idea what type of swim that sheep like to do? Ooh, swim. Swimming sheep. (laughs) It has to do with a woolen bathing suit. I know this much. Uh, (laughs) But they're very very uncomfortable, by the way. Oh, I don't. I'm not quite sure, Sean. It's the backstroke. Bad joke, bad joke. <laughs> They're always bad <laughs> jokes. Oh, I just kind of Google online for our theme, and they're usually, you know, jokes for kids or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And well, Actually, there's usually a lot of jokes for adults that I wouldn't want to say on here because they're just gross. Right. Adults are gross. Adults are gross. <laughs> you know, why can't we all be, you know, I was wearing a button during the um, during during the Yevtushenko birthday celebration that yeah. said we are all secret children or something yeah. like this. Yeah. That is so me. When I get up early and pour my Fruit Loops and watch Scooby Doo, I feel like I'm back to being seven years old. You know, love it. Yeah, we had here at the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry, where we record this podcast every week. We had recently a Yevdushenko, Yevgeny Yevdushenko birthday celebration, and uh, his son Jenna was here and mm-hmm. kind of led the proceedings and was wonderful. It was and really nice. It was, it was and a we nice had turnout. The door prizes were were buttons with lines from his uh, yeah. poems on them that I made up before the event, and that was one of them. We were all secret children. And I wore mine, and Jenna was kind enough and thought enough of me to ask me to recite one of his father's poems yes, with, him, awesome. with him and I did the English for English version he did the Russian version mm-hmm. and it just fell into place yeah. e- even the last minute changes in in, uh, in in stationing you know we were going to face each other and then he decided he was it might be better if he were to move around and sit with the uh, audience and participate mm-hmm. And it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really appreciated that. It was a great event. We got wonderful feedback from it. And uh, hopefully we'll do it again. But we're talking about it yeah. because we, we like to talk about things that are happening. Um, but we're talking about it because today's episode is from that event, too. From that, it, was, it was a little uh, task or a little... Uh, some, what do you call that? An interactive activity. Interactive activity, <laughs> yes. That we had when people came in to the event. There were these little blue cards. And if you go to wackypoemlife.com, if you're not there right now, you will see a picture of them. And uh, they said, I am swimming. And then there was a blank. And mm-hmm. so people just completed that sentence mm-hmm. in any way that they wanted. There were lots of swimmers in that group, weren't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to talk about that group poem that was created from that activity today here on Wacky Poem Life, Wacky Poem Life, where your co-hosts are Sean and Bill. Yes. Yeah. And we come to you every week, like I said, from the museum here in the little town of Locust Grove, Green Country, northeastern Oklahoma, America, and um, talk about poems that people leave here in the museum and other things poetic sometimes. Uh, all things poetic. We try to be poetic. There was actually on... The, the Gallery America episode that we were talking about earlier with our friend Robert Reed, mm-hmm. there was a poet that I, she was quite interesting. So they, they do poetry as well as other things on, on his show. And by the way, you know, I'm Bill, but I, I was thinking, <laughs> in case you, you know, I'm being redundant, but I was at a family reunion sort of last week and people said, do I call you Bill or Billy? Because I was raised Billy. I've decided I like the why. So listeners, if you want to call me Billy, I will answer. Just want you to know that. So. Um, just so you know, I'm not going to call you Billy. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Bill is etched in your in, in your brain. Well, you're not a Billy. I'm a Billy. Well, okay. okay. <laughs> 
to you, I'm not a bully. I'm a bill. You know, I'm just another piece of mail in the mailbox that you have to pay. You know, I'm just saying, don't you dare start calling me Shawnee. Oh no, no, I'm not. Should I say your I first name? I was called that sometimes. What about when your first name? Little. Is that known or is that off limits? Well, that ends in a Y too. It ends in a Stacey. Y. Okay. Yeah, but I've never was never called that you're, either. And see, you're so much more of a Sean than a Stacy. I know. To me, yes, I know. I don't see? know why. Well, you know? that's what I'm saying. Okay. You're but you're a Bill to me. Okay, um, not a Billy. We digress, don't we? I'm, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> it's all right. Names are important. As I do. Names, Names are, are important. important. Right. I mean, I think we, we have. We've talked about naming before and did some poems on naming. It's, um, it's a way of um, identifying oneself that is just very central mm-hmm. to our well-being, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Agreed. So we asked people to write that line about I am swimming because uh, Zhenya Yevdashenko then read a poem by his father that is called Even If You Are Swimming Alone. And this is one of those that he wrote in English, mm-hmm. and uh, which he didn't do, of course, when he first started writing. Everything was in Russian. Uh, but he wrote this one in English, and it was from 1998. And so we're going to uh, read. I'm going to read that. Okay. And then All right. we'll and then we'll look at the the group poem. All right. And y'all come follow along. Follow with along. Us. Yeah. Just, follow the bouncing ball. Just swim. Yeah. Dive, swim with us. Swim with us. Right. Dive right in. You won't be out of your depth. You're not going to sink. Right. You float. <laughs> you float. Float like a cloud. Come test the waters with us. I'm trying to think if there's any more idioms I can bring up. Okay. <laughs> Even if you're swimming alone by Yevgeny Yevtushenko. Even if you are swimming alone, you are not really alone. Inside your veins endlessly swim broken fragments of smells, pieces of almost forgotten feelings, smithereens of somebody's words, scraps of soundless sounds. Even if you are swimming alone, the water is swimming with you as well, caressing and blessing your tired body. Even if you are swimming alone, the fallen leaves swim with you, and the fallen angels swim with you. Try to wash their sins from their wet, heavy wings. Even if you are swimming alone, all your loves are swimming with you. There are ex-husbands and ex-wives, but there are no ex-loves. Even if you're swimming alone, you could be a dragonfly on the foamy crest of the wave. Even if you're swimming alone, you could be a double cloud which swims in two different skies, one above, one below. Even a lonely cloud cannot swim alone. And what is reflection? An instinctive creation of our twin. Mm. Beautiful. Just yes. beautiful. And the ending line, the ending two lines about what's a reflection, an instinctive creation of our twin, that that one, I just really like that, too, mm-hmm. because that is something that you notice a lot of time when you're in the water or you're swimming. You mm-hmm. notice a reflection yeah. of yourself, and it is uh, it is your twin, and you created it. Mm-hmm. Well, right. water created it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and the line, there are no ex-loves, I had a little bit of a question. Is that because 
uh, unlike the sep- the physical separation of an ex-wife or ex-husband, is that the love you shared is always carried within you or with you? It never separates from you or leaves you? You just answered being... your question, okay. Bill. There we go. Okay. <laughs> because I guess that question is answered differently for everyone. You know, there are no ex-loves because every love is part of who you are now. Yeah. I mean, if so. you truly loved someone, you loved them. Mm-hmm. So that's not gone. Mm-hmm. It might have changed over yeah. time. But yeah. the beginning love that you had for them. It's true. Because it's, still, it's still true. Even our friends and family who have passed, mm-hmm. uh, the love we have for them does not go away. It is still within no, us. Right. It's a little more tender because mm-hmm. there's no one to sort of receive that, more or less. But mm-hmm. that, it, it's quite beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because even, uh, I mean, my ex-husband, we I've been divorced for decades, but... Um, the the love that I had for him when we met and we were married, I still have. Mm-hmm. Certainly. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly things changed over time, and he changed, and I changed, and everything, mm-hmm. but right, it's not an ex. Yeah. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is. It's intrinsic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like that line, and that's why I put it on one of the buttons, too, yeah. that line right. was. I think there was one other one from this poem that was on the buttons. But just beautiful. Maybe just you are not really alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was a very interesting exercise. Right. I, I, and I asked Junior if it was okay to, to read it on the broadcast. And he said, being the the gracious and wonderful um, person that he is, said, of course. I, exactly. I can just hear him <laughs> say that. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Yes. So gracious. And he is. Uh, side note, Junior uh, is going to be back at the museum on September 11th, which is a Monday. Um, in the afternoon, he's going to come and do a workshop. And um, we haven't released the details yet, but mm-hmm. he's been talking about it, and it will be really cool. Well, writing, what, a, what a treasure that is! Yeah, yeah, you know, and then to that's have him coming this way. Yes, too. and that's the ending date for the exhibit that we have uh, the items on loan from his family, mm-hmm. Yevgeny Yevtushenko in Oklahoma. So, if you want to see that little exhibit we have, it it is small but mighty. It's small but mighty. You need to get here before yeah. September 11th. Yeah. And along with the line of that poem, it's bittersweet because Jenny will come and have the workshop and then he'll probably re- remove the exhibit. Right. And that will be bittersweet. Mm-hmm. But we've loved having it. Mm-hmm. We've loved experiencing it. We've loved meeting him. Mm-hmm. But there are no ex-loves. Our experience with Jenny will continue. Oh, we'll look, conti- look what you did, Bill. Not, where, where's, the, where, where, where are the, where's the Kleenexes? Where's the, where's the tissue? I've got everybody crying now. Okay, sorry. Take That's another, what I do. Take another drink of that uh, wine. I need something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we're having uh, a wine today that we've never had before, and it's very blanco. It's very It's white. hard to believe there's a wine we have not had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. Graconico? Graconico? It sounds like a training place where, you, where CIA agents go to, go to train. <laughs> Maybe Italy. <laughs> you got to drink yeah. your wine and get in your camouflage. It is, it is an Italian. Go to Graconico it is, school. It is an Italian wine, mm-hmm. Christian patat. And, uh, yeah, Graconico. It's and light and lovely. And, it is, you know, and it's, it's not too it's sweet. Me- no, not at all. Yeah. That, that wine we had on our last broadcast, that was so sweet. That, I was like, oh, That was too like much. a Kool-Aid commercial just about, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. with, a, with a kick. Kool-Aid, 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 Kool-Aid with a kick. He came busting through the wall at us. <laughs> right. Oh. All right. Now, okay. not not to throw you off the deep end, No, no, Bill, no. no, but, no. But. And, and there we go. I see what you did there. <laughs> yep. Got to sink or swim, right? Yeah. So I we're, we're going to pass this baton okay. over to you or pass the life jacket 
or the okay. preserver or or the belt vest or squeaky ball or the <laughs> <laughs> some floaty the unicorn sort of the rainbow unicorn floaty which I'm floating on over here. You know? We're going to be floating this afternoon Something. in the pool. It's going to be nice. You bet. Yeah. You bet. Okay, so you you're going to just tell us the lines that people mm-hmm. is wrote on the cards and. Uh, and so you're reading the one I typed up. So I, I typed up all the lines just in the order that the they order. were handed to me. Yeah. So I'm going to start with the, the title, and then I'm just going to read every answer. Okay. Okay. I am swimming. I am swimming against the confusion of our times. I am swimming through heavy air. I am swimming for the love of swimming. I am swimming and coasting, and times of my life float by. I am swimming in a small creek where I was about four years old with all my brothers and sisters that were back in the early 50s. We were down there almost all the time in summer. I am swimming, swimming. Am I swimming? I am moving in water. Is that swimming? Swimming, I am. I am swimming through the salt of the gulf. I am swimming in cold saline creek before the dam. I am swimming, and you are swimming, and we are swimming. I am swimming without, I am swimming within. Or do I just merely float to survive? I am swimming while eating a hamburger. I am swimming and sinking and swimming and sinking. I'm too distracted to remember. I know how to float. I am swimming through life, but am I living it? I am swimming in a sea of indecision, blurry brain cells producing fuzzy answers. I am swimming in a world divided by fear. I am swimming in a sea of in, I, excuse me. I am swimming in a sea of decision and intention with an undertow of subconscious choices. Mm-hmm. So, how interesting were these answers? Yes, and it was wonderful when people all read them during. I, I think it was right after Jenya uh, read the mm-hmm. the poem. And then we asked everybody to read their line, and it was just kind of wonderful hearing everybody. It was how much in common we had in our interpretation mm-hmm. of that prompt, mm-hmm. I am swimming. Yeah, and a very even mixture of people giving us just the physical, concrete, sensory feeling, mm-hmm. you know, perception of swimming uh, mixed with the metaphoric Mr. Level. Metaphor over here. <laughs> You know, I got to break out of that metaphor. Talk, talk about the metaphor, Mr. Bill. Metaphor, metaphor, master of metaphor. Is that is that is that something I need to step out of, Sean? What do you mean? My metaphor mold. It comes so naturally to me. Why would you step out of I, it? I, I I don't think I want to. No. You know. No. You you need a you need actually a costume, that, like Superman. M-M. It has an M on it. Mr. Or yeah, metaphor. or M M. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about this? You do poems in a minute. I do metaphors in a minute. <laughs> Oh, I about got choked dynamic, up. <laughs> dynamic duo over here, you know. All right. Well, you just jump right into that feet first, okay? Yeah, swim with sharks. Bill, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think you'll get along swimmingly. <laughs> no doubt. Be careful of the deep water. Right. Yeah. Be careful of that of the of the mud, muddy the med- undertow. The metaphors can get deep. Oh. That last one was, you know, particularly astute. A sea of decision and intention and wa- an undertow of some. I wonder who wrote that. Choices. I wonder who wrote that. Hmm. I don't know. Was that Roxanne? It was me. Oh, you wrote that, that one. Oh, I see. Mr. I didn't Metaphor. Write one. Mr. Metaphor. Oh wrote my that. gosh! And I thought, oh, what a <laughs> nutty, nerdy answer. I thought I was being. You were just profound. being mm. 
Yeah, Mr. Metaphor. The master of metaphor. Actually, that's three. Mr. Master of metaphor. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. The <laughs> three, three M. Three M. Is this a good time to read how I laced them together? Well, I don't know. Poem? What would be a good time um, if not now? If not now, you know, <laughs> Carpe Diem sees the moment, sees the day, sees the metaphor moment. Okay. I What I did, listeners, is I, I read all of these and I thought these are real easy to lace together like, a, like pearls in a necklace. And they go together really well, but I had to sort of uh, lace them in different, in a different order than what they, and how they were typed. Yeah. And it's called I'm Swimming, and I'd like to know your opinion right. of this. And, and sometimes I do this when we do a group activity. I put it together as the people say it and then go back later and give, and it, a, think, give it a twist. And I think it's impressive to the participants to think, wow, I contributed to that, and mm-hmm. it really flowed nicely. Yeah. Especially yeah. probably to younger teenagers or younger Yeah. Younger, well, there was a kids. certain synergy of that group of that people that were um, – well, there's like 20 – or so yes. people there. Yeah. It's just a real good synergy. It, it was. Yeah, uh, everyone so was very interested to be there. Yeah, and so and here's, participate. Your, here's your poem. Here's my poem. I am swimming. Through the salt of the gulf, or in a cold sailing creek before the dam, through heavy air, in a sea of decision and intention, with an undertow of subconscious choices, in a world divided by fear, swimming through life, but am I living it? A sea of indecision, blurry brain cells producing fuzzy answers against the confusion of our times. The love of swimming and coasting and times of my life float by where I was four years old with all my brothers and sisters. And you are swimming and we are swimming. Am I moving in water that is that swimming? I am swimming without, I am swimming within. Or do I just merely float to survive? Swimming and sinking and swimming and sinking. I'm too distracted to remember I know how to float while eating a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> so every every answer is in here you know yes. <laughs> but it just really laced together uh-huh. kind of cool oh, kind of well that's awesome how yeah. you wove all that together because you you added the you, you mix the concrete with the abstract in right. a beautiful way interlaced them yeah and got rid of the unnecessary repetition right yeah. Well, cool. All right. You have learned well, I, I my have, son. I have swum. <laughs> I have swum. Swam. I don't know what the correct You do, Master Yoda <laughs> proud. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful. I'd like one. to know what Jinya thinks of this. I'll have to. Hopefully yeah. he will listen and, you know, we can. Let me keep, let me keep that copy on and I'll oh, yeah. uh, take a photo and, and upload it. Of course. It of course. On, uh, on the wackypoemlife.com. Right. And we shall swim together, everyone. <laughs> and I, also, I wanted to say something about swimming uh, because I love I love water. I you do, too. love water. I do. I do. Some I people do. love it. Some people do not. But what, and I've told you this before, um, uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, I believe, was the one I read that said that the amount of saline in the ocean is the very same as the amount of saline in the blood. Oh, yeah. And the only thing, so when you're swimming, the only thing that separates the saline in the water from the saline in your blood is a, is a thin layer of skin. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's poetic. It is. You know. Because I think that is the most, um, is it like sensory, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Is it, is, is it an enhancing, stimulating, sensory? Sensory um, stimulating, maybe mm. just sensuous is the word. The most sensuous activity in terms of uh, exercise, well, really, total, that you could do. It's so immersive. Yeah. When yeah. you're a child and you get thrown in water, it's a little, little startling, and then you realize 
this is completely foreign to mm -hmm. me. This is not what I'm used to, mm -hmm. but it feels wonderful. And, unless you're drowning, it doesn't well, feel so cool. I was going to say, cool. though, what uh, if, you get, if you get thrown into water and you can't swim? That's I mean, terrifying. What happens? You well, know, hopefully it's shallow water initially. No, what happens is you got the rest of your life to figure out how. <laughs> right. <that's> right. <laughs> Sink or swim. Okay. I, ha I have some swimming stats for okay, you. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So it is the fourth most popular recreational sport oh. in, the, in the U.S., and so what do you think is one, two, and three? Recreational sport. Recreational sport. I would say uh, um, running. That's number two. Number two, mm -hmm. running. Um, walking. Is number one. Walking, running. Uh, I've got to go. we we got we to gotta have a three in there somewhere. I'm going to go with bowling. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> you heard, got, you were got, doing so well I there, Bill. Nothing. I got nothing. Uh, 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 cycling, bicycling. Cycling. Biking, yeah. I was going to say teeter totter, merry go round. <laughs> something that, you know, something we get thrown off as children. Is a teeter totter an aerobic activity? That's a dangerous sport. <laughs> Let me tell you. I know the merry go round's dangerous. Oh, tell me. Yeah, those. Hot, well, maybe not today. The hot metal ones from the yeah. 60s and 70s. They don't make dangerous ones anymore. Yeah. They took all the fun out of yeah, it. Yeah, nothing like those steel slides where you leave your skin on the way down That's on right. a 117 degree. Did day. I tell you about that eulogy to the metal slide that I wrote about the other day? No. They took the metal slide out of the park down the road. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I wrote a eulogy to it. Oh, no. <laughs> it deserves a eulogy, probably. It does. About 31% uh, of the American population over the age of 16 swim in oceans, lakes, and rivers every year. 36% mm -hmm. of children 7 to 17 swim at least six times a year, and 15% of adults swim at least six times a year. Yes. So, a pretty good number. Do you know... According to NBC Sports, the top U.S. swim cities. Oh, I would never have guessed any of these. I bet you I know one of them. Well, now here's, let me tell you this oh, first. Okay. It's right, measured right. by the number of active swimmers, accessible pools, and top-level swimmers. Now, is, does it have to be pools, not oceans? It's, that's all it said. Pools. I'm going to, is Sydney, Australia one of them? No, U.S., Pick U.S. Oh, U.S. Mm -hmm. U.S. But I bet Australia, yeah, okay. if we did the uh, okay. world. U.S. cities, swim cities. Yeah, I'm active gonna, swimmers, accessible pools, and top-level swimmers. I'm going to say it's it, it probably going to be something odd. I'm going to say probably Chicago. Well, you're up there where it is. It's Ann Arbor, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Maybe they have an excellent swim program up there. I don't know. Wow. The next one is San Jose, California. Then Raleigh, Durham. Yeah. North Carolina. Bridgeport. Connecticut, yeah. I would have thought that Denver, being a, being such an athletic state, would well, have access to Fort pools. Well, Fort Collins, Loveland, Colorado oh, okay. is on the list, All on right. the top ten. The only one that's near us is uh, Austin, Texas. Austin, is Texas. Like eight, I think. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, but they're, you know, like I said, they're what they base it on, um, that's not, you know, where, where we are, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. If, if you consider us a part of the South. Yeah. We're not necessarily active swimmers or have accessible pools, or and we don't have top-level swimmers yeah. that come from this area. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of people swim. A lot of people swim. A lot of people swim. When I was here. in Australia, uh, we, we, we met, a, we met a, a, a guy that has become a friend. He swims regularly, and he said he goes out into the bay yeah. in Adelaide, 
and swims. And he says he swims with humpbacks. And he's, he's humpback, humpback whales. And he spoke about it like it was so. I know it's like it was a woman that had a had a hunchback and a man that was really crooked. I like um, that. You thought you had to clarify that. Well, because Bill. you laughed and I thought, let me clarify that. He wasn't in Notre Dame. He was in Adelaide, Australia. But I thought to myself, he's, he just it rolled off his tongue. And I thought, Bradley, do you know how incredibly cruel that is? That when you go swimming, that you there are humpbacks out there yeah. amongst with you. Mm-hmm. A, they probably scare the great whites away. That would be my concern. But you know, Australia is such a swimming country. Yes, but you know that I remember something too about there was an Australian prime minister that went swimming one day and never came back. Yeah. Do you remember that? That sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, I don't remember how long ago it wasn't. It wasn't a real long time well, ago. You know, this is Shark Week. There's a lot of great whites swimming out there in Sydney Harbor. I know that. You know, I nearly tipped over in the boat I was in. Yeah, the swimming thing was very apropos, wasn't it, for Shark Week? Yes, it was. All right, now, Bill. Yeah. Yes. I have some photos for you. Oh, no. Are they incriminating? I think they will. What have I done? No, I just think you will enjoy them. Oh, it's me. (laughs) It's me at the pool. Okay. That's Burt Lancaster, right? That is Burt Lancaster a, in the a, film version of John Cheever's story, The Swimmer. The Swimmer. Okay, he looks like a swimmer. Oh, yeah. he was so fabulous mm-hmm. in that movie. Doesn't and the that water story, look refreshing? Oh, yeah. Nothing like a 60s pool. <laughs> yeah, look at him pool. holding his drink. He's, that was gin, by the way. See, so you can drink gin by the pool. <laughs> yes. This was a debate. This was a debate question we had. You know? Well, the, I, I was thinking WWBD. Uh, you know, what, what would Bert do? They have music. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. This is an early boombox right here in white. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I I will have these. Uh, if you don't know, what we're talking about. And they're playing big dominoes. <laughs> it just gets more cool and more cool. I'll have these photos at wackypointlife.com. Yeah. But this topic, I I. I just started thinking about this story because I read it many, many, many years ago and loved it. And it just stuck in my head because it is a strange, mysterious, wonderful, and sad story. Oh, this is? The Swimmer. Well, yes. I'm going to have to look this up now. Well, the the uh, plot of it is this man, Burt Lancaster, plays, can't remember his name, Neddy, I think was his name. He decides he's at a party and they're swimming and he's got his bathing suit on and he's having his gin and he decides he's going to swim home. Mm-hmm. He's at somebody else's house. So they live in this neighborhood where everybody has pools. So that's what the whole story he's, is about is him going through everyone's pool, swimming their pool, swimming his way home. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a very long story. I suggest reading it if you've now, you never have swimming is something that i've loved all my life i mm-hmm. loved going to the chandler park pool when i was little that all stopped in 1976 <laughs> you know because we a lot of things stopped in 1976 well, you know, i and i'd go to keystone lake and i'd swim we'd go to grand lake and i'd swim and i loved it you know a little bit of water skiing but then jaws came out and so here we here we go this woman it's a gorgeous you know that she, she she's having some drinks and beverages with other young people and then she disrobes and runs in the water it is so beautiful but then all of a sudden i hear this i hear this this bass this bass uh, violin dun, dun. right dun, dun. and then i you know we see her kind dun, of, dun, dun. I, i'm i'm gesturing people dun, 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 i'm treading dun, dun. water right <laughs> and i thought i'm never taking another bath i'm never getting in the pool i'm never getting in the lake again it was so 
wonderfully terrifying, but also traumatizing. Have you seen those photos of the the people that, I don't know where it is, but there's a big um, water area, and they have the outdoor movie screen, and they're watching Jaws. Someone else told me about that. They're sitting in their inner tubes watching Jaws. Right, like a dive-in movie (laughs) instead of a drive-in movie. (laughs) Very cool, but also very terrifying, you know. So uh, you wouldn't go in a pool oh, because of Jaws? I, it took a while. You know, <laughs> because in my mind, I thought they were going to raise the – like like a, a um, James Bond, they were going to raise the concrete barrier up and in was going to swim a tiger shark. <laughs> and here I go, you know. Um, it, anyway, that's a good mark of a good movie, I guess, when it traumatizes a child for yeah. many years. Well, in this movie, it's not – it's fairly close to the story, you know. Movies are never going to be just like it. It has the – Music is kind of weird, and um, there's an, a scene that's put in it that's kind of weird, but Burt Lancaster is awesome. Well, I'm going to look this up. Yeah, the and swimmer. it's just, it's an, an incredible story, and it's a very good movie, too. 1967, 8, somewhere, oh, darn. somewhere around right. there. Hey, um, I was also going to ask you, because you mentioned it earlier, too, Sink or Swim. Yes. You know where that phrase comes from? No. Well, who was it that had to sink or swim that was their test uh boy scouts in history um way go back sinker oh would that be the army the um marines the uh, uh, navy far, seals farther back um sink or swim and if you were sink if you if you sunk would it be the boston tea party the tea <laughs> boxes of tea <laughs> what am i grasping here if you if you sunk it was okay but if you could swim or float uh-huh you're a witch. Oh, witches. I did not <laughs> yeah, know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I asked my lover, the online etymology right, dictionary, right, yes. about swim, and that's one of the things that said on there. The figurative phrase sink or swim is attested from mid-15th century in early use, often with reference to the ordeals of suspected witches. You know, they could not catch a break, right? <laughs> if they swam, they were witches. If they, you know. If my... they sunk, it's like, oh, I guess yeah. they were okay. Right. As long <laughs> as they don't try to save themselves. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, the word swim comes from the Proto-Indo-European root swim, S-W-E-M, meaning to be in motion. To be in motion. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed the body size and, and the um, body build of Michael Phelps? Arguably the world's best. He's really tall. And six he, four, six five, yeah, yeah, yeah. and ab- his torso is abnormally large. Mm-hmm. His arm width is abnormally long, abnorm- ab- abnormally abnormal, abnormal, and I think he's got webbed feet. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. These swimmers today, yeah, they're just like yeah. Olympians. You that's know. that's the right physique to have. The right physique to, to win have. the swimming races. Correct. That's for sure. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Seemed like pot helped him out pretty much too, didn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I've got to research that. Hmm, I don't know. Didn't he get in trouble for smoking pot Probably or something? So. Who hasn't? Which one, who you know we we all make mistakes, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bill, there was this dad one time. He said to his son, "You want to join the Navy? You can't even swim." And his son said, "No one can fly in the Air Force either." That's right. We all have to have assistance. <laughs> yes. Yes. As Pink Floyd said, learning to fly. Here's another related yes. joke. How, why, why do they actually prefer non-swimmers in the Navy? Because um, they, they know they're going to stay on the ship and try to keep it from stinking, That's right? That's pretty much it. They okay. defend their ship with a lot more enthusiasm. It'll, it'll, a lot more vigor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't you jump in that water. 
Shark infested water. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Wine yeah. is making my face flush. It's making your head swim. <laughs> my brain is swimming. My floating along. Yeah. I can't keep my head above water. <laughs> <laughs> so many, so many metaphors, you know. So little time. Actually our time is out. It's out. <laughs> our time is out. It's swum out to sea. It's gone in an undertow. Yes. It's left. Okay, I did yeah. want to mention on this podcast about, well, I already mentioned the, that Jean uh, is going to be back September yes. 11th. All any all of our events, all of our programs, everything are on our website, rompoetry.com. Uh, but I do also want to point out, for Wacky, we are going to do a little celebration for our, our 100th, 100th episode. And it's going to be on September 16th, September 16th, which will be a Saturday, which we don't normally podcast on that day, but we're going to because we're hoping to have some people come in. And our good friend Maria Bree yeah. Love is going to film oh, us. She's agreed. Wonderful. Yeah. So we're going yeah. to we're going to have the podcast version, and we're going to have a video version too that we can we can put on YouTube. So can people walk in and see the magic happening? They can Sean? walk in, and and uh, Maria will video them. If you want to say something on the podcast, we would love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd like to mention some of our, you know, we've had some cool co-hosts. Yeah. Um, I'd like to mention them when yeah, we, when we, we do this. Yeah, we can do that. So that'll right. be September 16th. Now, the Saturday before that, we have another really cool event. September 9th, we're having our second annual local author book fair. Right. So if you're around, come out for that too. Right, right. Uh, and door prizes, free food from Mark Henson's oh, uh, nice. food truck, yeah. Neighbor's Fork. And lots of local authors with all different kinds of books. We're on fire lately. Yow! You know, my goodness. Yow! This rocket's taken off, <laughs> you know. So we uh, thank you all. Thank you, Eugenia. Thank you to your late father for today's episode and everybody who came to that event. Yes. Everybody listening. That was wonderful. That was fantastic. Yeah. Right. Spread the word as usual. Right. Don't Bye, guys.